Um, and like the first thing that you said to us is like, it's the journey, you need to enjoy the journey. And I'm coming to the end. I've got three months left and I've hit my target. I've earned over a hundred thousand from my business, not just my, my job. And obviously, so I've earned over the hundred now between my multiple sources of income. Fabulous. And that's really good. And when we- Welcome to Her Money Club Stories. We do not talk about budgets, retirement, or the hustle and grind here. We talk about money, time, and energy freedom. We are here to reimagine our relationship with money, to collaborate and celebrate other women who are doing the same. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to explore your passions and monetize your skills and talents and what lights you up? Can you even make money and a living living that kind of life? You can. Her Money Club allows you to explore all of the possibilities to create the time, money, and joy your heart desires deep down. Tune in as we guide you in reimagining your relationship with money. Curious is like, what prompted you to stop working so many hours? And here's why I'm asking this is when we met, you had, you were working a ton of hours and you were like, pretty happy. I wouldn't say you were unhappy, but you probably felt burnt out, but like maybe there wasn't a whole lot of acknowledgement around it. Cause you just felt like that's how it had to be. Right. So like, what was like really the turning point? Um, that's actually, it's quite an easy question and something that we kind of went on, we chatted about a couple of days ago when, when we caught up, it all comes back to that kind of self-worth piece. I think, I was happy. I was happy. I was like a big fish in a little pond in like my corporate job. I had a big circle of influence. Therefore, that gave me validation. People would stand up and listen and take my opinion and would ask and invite me to meetings for my like for my thoughts and being a projector obviously having like an invitation that's like fabulous and then like in my personal life again like loads of friends would come and ask for advice and support and guidance whether it's like business stuff relationship stuff sex stuff whatever um I'm always happy to talk about anything so I was always that bubbly friend at the cocktail bar making the cocktails giving out life advice um loving life enjoying it um also I guess I thought and then when we started working together and then you're asking those kind of really like why are you doing that like what are you getting out of working 90 hour weeks and deciding to spin up a business why working out 90 hour weeks why being in chronic pain why telling me that you can't go to the gym because you're too tired blah 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 and I think then where I've got to where like I'm now in that place where I want to start getting into the gym and really working on my strength is because I've started working through that self-worth stuff. So yeah, I guess it's challenging my self-worth. I didn't have my own value. I didn't feel valued. So I felt like I always had to contribute financially to relationships. So I ended up going to an IVA because I spent too much money, wasn't setting boundaries there, was putting too much effort into work, too much effort into my business because I wasn't valued. That kind of makes sense. Yeah. It was like transition. It was like asking yourself this new, cause I want to dissect this, asking yourself this new question of like, how do I feel valuable to the world around me? What am I mm-hmm. thinking is my value? And so when you started asking yourself that now it was this realization, it sounds like of, well, 
does my value have to depend on me working 90 hours? Does it have to depend on me, you know, being the bubbly friend all the time? Does it depend on me having to contribute to these relationships or overspend? And like the answer you came to over and over and over again was no, that's not what creates my value. No, and I think for me, and it's odd because when you talk about obviously like we were doing something together for 12 months in mastermind and then when we're like saying right well, you need to set your 12 week goals so that you can have a measure and achieve and it all sounds really good and I guess for me it's kind of like you get in it and you fake it till you make it so it's kind of like well actually mm-hmm. I want to make 100 grand. I'm signing up, whatever I said at the time, I'm signing up because I want to make a hundred grand because that sounds great. Um, And like the first thing that you said to us is like, it's the journey, you need to enjoy the journey. And I'm coming to the end, I've got three months left and I've hit my target. I've earned over a hundred thousand from my business, not just my my job. And obviously, so I've earned over the hundred now between my multiple sources of income, fabulous. And that's really good. And when we're talking about doing celebration, I hadn't even realized I'd hit that target because somewhere along the line that wasn't the target like I lost the the interest in it and I sort of thought well I lost the interest in my business so I lost the interest in shiny pretty things like what and it just it just became irrelevant I suddenly had built this healthy relationship with money where it's like my bills are covered I'm doing I'm building my business because I love it and I enjoy it and I'm doing it a few hours a week I'm not killing myself I'm working my contracted hours in my corporate job I'm not yeah I'm not I just I don't I just it doesn't turn me on anymore I'm just not interested and actually what has come out of this journey for me so far is actually a lot of self-healing about my self-worth and like my identity and like the 100k yes I've achieved it congratulations well done me thank you I'm very excited I'm very excited for like the next hurdle and like in my head I'm kind of like I could do 200 grand next year 300 grand it doesn't seem impossible with some of the real basics that you have helped me do and some basics that seem really like obvious and again we'll go back to that when you said that budgets is another boundary and that's why I'm shit at them and I'm like I'm still digesting that. I'm never actually going to get, I might get it on my tombstone. I'm never going to get over that. Um, And I just think that those nuggets and that support has really helped, but weirdly hasn't helped me how I thought it would. Yes, I've made the money, which I guess is kind of, you know, the the idea, but actually I'm now really excited and, and scared, like we said earlier, like about now doing my next bit of my journey and really focusing on putting myself as a priority and really focusing on my health and my physical fitness and ability. Yeah, it's just a really weird place when where I started previously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, I remember when you started it was even like triggering for you to think about, or even like want to say out loud, like, yes, my goal is to create a hundred K like it, you wanted to avoid it right altogether. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So (coughs) maybe share a little bit about why, like why that was triggering, why you wanted to avoid it and like what was coming up for you. Um, yeah, I think, and again, it just, it seems, I feel like I repeat myself, but it's all, I guess, linked to that self-worth um, and having like severe dyslexia and all of this other like negative stuff about myself where I wasn't capable of doing that. And actually that kind of almost imposter syndrome that's kind of, you know, how did I get into a, you know, global IT role in a finance company, like must have just 
you know, I mean, I have got big boobs, but I'm telling you, my boss is all female. And so I don't think that's benefited me anyway. Um, but then it's like, and you start, do you start almost unpicking yourself in that way going well is it because they like me because actually I'm a funny person um is it because they want to have sex with me it can't possibly be the fact that I'm good at my job um and I just think that then I've worked in business so long that it was like yes I can do my own business this will be easy and then you start doing the things that you're comfortable with so I've come from a finance IT background so picking the tech putting a balance sheet profit and loss together fine and then you start getting into this we need a marketing strategy or you need, you know, tunnels um, and lead generation. And like, you need to understand your brand and what's your value statement. And I'm like, and you, it just starts knocking your confidence and you start thinking, right. Okay. Because I didn't have that self-worth to start with. I was missing a fundamental building block. And then you kind of blag it a bit and like actually business starts taking off and like it's working and like you're doing the networking and my business is fundamentally me talking, it's networking. So I can obviously do that. So I was like, great. And then there's no real goal about it. Like I've put a business plan together. You're talking about making money, but I plan to lose money for the first few years investing in my business. And now I look back at it, that was my safety blanket because then I could turn around to people and say my business is successful because I'm helping people people are growing in my network but there's not that cold metric of making money because my business plan is to lose money and I didn't realize until I literally started saying that sentence that that was my safety blanket see this is how this works um so yeah it was my safety blanket and then when you sit there and you're like oh yeah so we're going to do this journey together 100k 12 months and I was so honored to be part of that I was like yes yes agreed and as soon as I hung up I was thinking fuck <laughs> she's gonna hold me account I'm gonna have to do it now I've agreed and it's just like oh, okay so like uh and then you start doing how can I get out of this what can I say to get out of this like how do I get out of this without ruining like our relationship like I valued your opinion and support so much then didn't want to offend or upset you blah blah then basically because of that guilt I then carried on which is a positive thing because right. then you like you're in and like right okay and then you sent me like the stationery and I'm like oh god okay so like she's now invested I've got state that's it I've got to do this now and then you were like you need to write these goals that I'm like shit I've got to make a hundred grand in a year how am I going to do that this is just impossible and so yeah it just all comes back to that that self-worth and that value and having that confidence that you can do something and I think what for me took away that fear and all of that stuff that I've kind of just said was kind of in like I think our first like group session was like we went through everything that we needed to do and set like a 12-week goal um and then it was kind of and we all had resistance and in different ways and all like almost had a breakdown and again that's why the group is good because you can see everyone's face like deer in headlights going oh my god um <laughs> and um it was then going right well then just try and make ten dollars and I think it was then, you know, we'll just make a call, offer a service. All of us all have completely different businesses and things, but it's kind of like everybody just do something for like $10, $5, whatever it is. Don't put a massive price on it because obviously we hadn't got to the part with putting on true value and understanding your worth because we were only in stage one. Um, not ruining it for everyone, but there's a few stages. Um, and then you start doing it. And when you start seeing that money coming in, it starts building your confidence. It's taking away that that anxiety and then obviously you've got the then you have to put a real value on it which is another whole whole trigger point <laughs> another fear game <laughs>
Yep. Yep. I love it. I love how you point out that like the self-worth thing is a big thing for you. So I love that that's been your, I think that's been kind of your North star in a way, like, Mm. okay, I really get to get out of this. Like my true value, I get to understand my self-worth. I get to redefine even my relationship with my self-worth. And I think that even comes back to like, what's been so powerful about watching you is how you set boundaries along the way and how you've chosen and decided to set boundaries. And then you really go all in on your commitment to a lot of those things. And I think as I've watched everyone, like that's been a big game changer for you and how you've seen so much success is because you stay committed to it and you resolve the things along the way. So just how you talked about resolving the fear and resolving the guilt and resolving like all the emotions that might come up, you're really good at that process. So what do you feel like is like, how do you feel like, is there some sort of like mind thing that happens in your mind when you are committing over and over and over again to like stick to the boundaries, to stick to what it is that you want to get out of like improving your self-worth yeah um and again it's something that I think KEJ came up with um in the abundance circle um was about affirmations so when I first started my journey I was really struggling with affirmations and I think again linked back to like the dyslexia and kind of how I've got over my confidence with that it's kind of you fake it till you make it well I'll turn up to work I'll work out a way how I can get around the can't spell thing and then like your confidence grows and you get like little workarounds and you can sort it so I kind of have that same philosophy within everything in my life so then I started doing journaling because everyone says you should do journaling. Um, and I set myself a challenge to not start on a Monday because I have been a failed dieter for my whole life where you have to start on the first of the month when you've been paid and on a Monday. Otherwise, you're failing buffet lunch for some weird reason. So I picked a random day, which is like the 5th of December. It was like a Wednesday or something. I started journaling. I was like, I'm going to do this. I'm getting up at seven every day and I'm going to journal, including Christmas Day. And I thought for me, there was loads of triggers. I picked a really hard month because obviously you're going to be drinking. You're going to be binging. I'm not going to get up at seven o'clock in the morning. Um, So I was like, I'm going to challenge myself. And I did it. And I was so proud. And by the end of it, actually, I found the benefit from journaling because Christmas is a stressful time. Your family annoy you. So I could write, you know, sisters doing nothing big letters and I felt better I got it out and rather than shouting and screaming over who had put the stuff in the dishwasher wrong I had vented in my journal and I was feeling at peace 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 with myself um but the affirmations bit was then what to add into like the next bit and I kind of try and do things in phases so that I don't try and bite off more than I can choose so I was like happy I've done my journaling I've got like 45 days consistently doing it so I'm going to add in affirmations and I kind of sit there just going so I've googled not gonna lie good affirmations and I was like right so then I wrote them down and I was like okay and then I just felt like I was just writing down rubbish and things I'm grateful for and like I was really like am I grateful or am I thankful or like people say I'm grateful for my car I'm like I'm not grateful for my car because I'm 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 in a privileged situation it's it's a car it's there I'm not like I'm not honestly in my heart grateful for it Mm -hmm. um and then I realized that there was obviously something there so journal journaled and journaled and journaled and that is my solution to everything just journal and Mm. you can write down whatever you want and if it's so bad like a murder confession or something you can burn it and that's very therapeutic so no one's ever going to read it it's not 
don't be scared to write something down is like definitely my advice write it down I've definitely like burnt things especially when I've written things about like mine and Dave's relationship or relationships with close friends or someone's pissed me off and I've kind of really unfiltered wanted to write down quite probably mean things um but it made me feel better and then I burn it so no one will ever find it no one's feelings ever hurt I've got rid of all of that and then can actually turn around and go okay what is this saying about me so I'm not actually angry at this person I'm angry at myself I'm upset because I've let them go through a boundary I hadn't set a boundary I hadn't realized and so it brings up all that self like work again I suppose um so yeah for me the mindset thing is I guess putting a small thing see what your big goal is what you want to do so I want to have a really good healthy morning routine and I've just put it into little bitey bits started with journaling then went on to affirmations really struggled and I went out to people in my community and asked for help from a great group of support to go and then I started doing my affirmations and for what I was grateful for and I stopped faking it because suddenly it made sense and like now every morning I am grateful for things and sometimes I just say it I don't even write it down now all the time and I now am at a point where I don't journal every day because it's not what works for me. Um, but I check in with myself every day. Every morning I get up, I'm doing my breath work for my health. Um, and while I'm doing my breath work, I am saying I'm grateful for this. I'm grateful that I got up this morning. I'm grateful that I'm in a situation where I can do this breath work. I'm grateful for my dog. I'm grateful for my house. I'm grateful that I can go and get food. I could have got you know, multiple options for breakfast. And when I started this journey, I never would have been grateful for what I would have seen as such things that you would just expect to have. But now I'm at a part where I realise that my expectation and the reality for not for everybody isn't the same. And actually that I need to really sit in gratitude and know that my education, my wealth, my abundance, my energy, my strength, all of those things are things that I need to be grateful for because not everybody has those. And actually some of them have been earned. Some of them are genetic. Some of them are whatever. But I should be grateful for all of them and really sit in that gratitude. And it just really changed my mindset because I was then, and I'm now grateful for my car because I'm driving around in a £40,000 car that I get through my job and I don't have to pay £40,000 for it. I am abundant. And when I don't want a car anymore, I can get rid of the car and I don't have, you know, it's, it's no, no, uh, lost to me sort of thing so yeah I guess that was a really long answer I'm not sure if that was articulate enough yeah no it's perfect and and what's really powerful about the fake it till you make it part like there's always controversy about about fake it till you make it but I'm a firm believer in fake it till you make it for a lot of things because I think to what you just described is you were able to um, discover and create the confidence and the resiliency that was required to get to all of these desired outcomes because you just kind of put your big girl pants on and was like, all right, I'm just going to fake it till I figure it out. Right. And you're mm -hmm. figuring it out and that's the process. Right. So you've made a decision to figure it out. Then you decide to commit to that decision every single day, morning in, morning out and journal and do the things and it doesn't have to be complicated. I think that's the other important part about this. You weren't overthinking it. You were just showing up to it and showing up's 80% of the freaking battle in most yeah. things. And so many can start showing up consistently over and over and over again, then you discover and what like comes out of the realness is, you know, what really is something to uncover, whether that's 
oh, you know, I'm mad at all these other people. I'm blaming all these other people for all these things, but what am I really mad at? Oh, I'm mad mm-hmm. at myself. I'm mad that I didn't set boundaries. I'm upset that I didn't do this. And so once we can get to the roots of that, that is where the growth edge is. That's where we can improve how our life experience gets to look in all forms, whether it's with money, with time, with relationships, and and really our relationship with ourself. So I'm curious to know, like, how would you define self-worth now that you've been through all of this? A journey. I think and what we've said since, since the day that we met is that all of this is, is a journey. Um, and I've made so much progress and I'm so proud of myself, but I'm now in this point where I can say, and I had this point a few times in my life. Um, so I was 16 and I thought that I knew everything about sex. And let me tell you, I did not. Um, and I got to about 18, 19, and I was sitting on this wall smoking with a couple of girlfriends in the village, as you do out in rural Oxfordshire. And we were talking about our sexual relationships that we were in at the time. And I was like, I didn't know at 16 what I was doing, but like now I'm like, sex goddess I know what I'm doing I know everything I am now 36 and I know fuck all about fuck all absolutely got no idea and I'm just taking one day at a time and trying to blag my way through it and I think that that is where I am with my self-worth I have made a thousand percent improvement and I know that it's a journey and I think then when we're talking about setting goals for like my fitness again I've got that anxiety I've got that guilt I've got a partner that's going to hold me accountable an accountable partner which obviously is a lot of what coaching is so I'm now so excited to do the next bit of my journey and I'm so worth and valued to be able to do that and 100% should be making myself a priority and my fitness a priority but there's still loads of those other negative feelings that are coming up about it now and so I will go through the process and you just start the process at the beginning and then you crack on you go through it and I think now I've got the confidence I know the process works and I think the key thing about any growth is having your tribe of people whether it's a one-to-one coaching whether it's mastermind whatever and that you have to be prepared that when you start this you will lose some people in your life because as you elevate and grow some of those people in your life won't elevate and grow that doesn't diminish the relationship that you had with them reason season or a lifetime people in your life for different reasons and I find it really odd looking back at my journey how close and bonded I feel to people that I've never met that are like over the internet because we're all on this journey together um so yeah I'm in a really good place I'm really happy and I really love myself um do I love myself every day no do sometimes I put on clothes and go "Mm, not overly happy with that or I need to get that tooth fixed or I'm getting towards the end of the month and getting a bit like "Mm, my bank balance is a bit low I mean the spreadsheet says I've got more than enough money in there but like you know if the car blows up I mean, I'd be in it, so I wouldn't have anything to worry about. But if the car blows up, what am I going to pay for it? And you still have those like feelings. But I think the important thing is, is catching yourself and understanding and being not kind to yourself and going, Do you know what? I'm allowed to think that I'm fat today. That's fine. But it's not a nasty thing. You are fat. It's factual. So you want to change it. You know what you need to do. Mm-hmm. So don't go and do old habits, spend money, binge eat, drink loads of booze, get up take some steps, change your outfit, phone a good friend, voice note somebody and go, I'm feeling bad. 
I mean, I'm in a long-term relationship, so I can just flap out a boob to Dave, and then he'll think I'm the sexiest thing on earth. That's always a good ego boost. Um, so it's just it's just working through those things. So yes, my self-worth and self-belief is like a thousand percent from where it was on this journey. But part of that is the realization that I mean, I don't know if you ever get to a point, I don't think I've ever met anyone that is like a bazillion percent happy about themselves all the time unless they're on some illegal substance so I just think I'm just constantly trying to improve myself improve my life and enjoy myself enjoy people and if someone doesn't bring me joy or add value to my life then they're just not in my life anymore and I've just made my circle quite small and unique which is so odd because I had a wedding invite for like 200 plus people and like now I'm thinking it'd be like maybe 35 people only some of them I'd have to invite because mother would make me um so you know it's kind of yeah I've just I've changed the person but then also not changed Mm -hmm. yeah you you just refined you know the parts of you that are are the epic parts I love it I want to transition into kind of the last subject to riff about here because I think it's really fun as I've watched you monetize different things within your business. So can you give us a few examples of ways you've been paid in your business and Mm -hmm. in those examples, just kind of how it came up and like how you got paid? Because I think those are the two things that people are so curious about. Like, how did you even, like, how did that even come up? But then also how did you ask for the money? Yeah. Um, so it comes back to self-worth. It, you're going to fail. Failure is like 100% out there, always going to happen. It's going to be uncomfortable and it's going to be awkward. It's going to be all the things you think it's going to be because you've already decided it's going to be. You put yourself into that mindset. Um, so for me, I failed multiple times. And when you obviously first set the thing of going phone five people, whatever it was, and offer to do a service for umpteen amount of money, um, I phoned six people, which were all good friends. So I technically had done the goal of phoning six people, um, knowing that they were not going to want any of my services or anything. Because again, you've got that fear and I want to do something. I'm quite deli- like a delivery orientated person. Uh, and then I was like, right. Okay, I'm obviously crazy. What am I doing? Like, why am I phoning them? I knew the outcome. I didn't even know what I was going to offer them. Hadn't sorted anything out. So I went back to basics and started just focusing on my business. I was like, okay, well, I'll put it off because like, I'm not going to have to speak to her for a week. So I've got seven days to work out how I'm going to do this. And so by day two, I'd realized I'm putting more effort into working out how I'm going to break the news to you that I can't do what you're asking me to do (laughs) and actually work out just doing it. So I thought, just do it, just phone somebody. And I think for me, that's why the accountability, because I'm wow. so good at bullshitting. I'm so good at faking it till I make it, but you have to make it and someone has to right. hold me accountable. So I was like, right, okay, so just phone someone. So I've been Instagramming with somebody um, about like Instagram, like layouts and stuff. By the way, this is nothing to do with my business. Um, and they were just like, it's really hard because you don't get feedback. And I was just like, well, if you wanted to like do some changes in Instagram then I will give you some feedback for like 25 quid don't know why I picked 25 quid and then they were just like oh okay it's fine and so then me being me went above and beyond had like a three-page word document I put screenshots in there going with feedback all these big words to say like what was good like how I felt about it like my emotion about it and then they were just like 
wow, that's like 25 pounds. And so then they obviously asked a couple of other friends and then they said, and I was like, no, I've charged 25 quid. I can't really increase my fees, which obviously I can, but at the time wasn't, hadn't got to that stage. Um, So then, so I gave my opinion. And basically I came to the conclusion that I talk loads. I'm really over opinionated and actually I can just charge for my opinion. So my business is a wellbeing business. It's building a brand, it's a legacy brand that is going to change the world. How I'm going to do that, who knows? I'm not even worried about that. And I'm basically building this network of fabulous people who are empowered, who want to help other people. And so that's great. And then basically, as I'm doing that and networking and chatting, I meet people. And then I just start talking and finding out what they need and what they need support. So I have affiliate agreements. So I share stuff on social media and then people will click and buy the people's products. And then I get a percentage of that. Um, If people are doing like a website launch um, and they want someone to do some testing or more like the IT stuff that I kind of do in my day job. So some testing, um, we call it user acceptance testing. Basically, you go on, push loads of buttons, make sure buttons does what said button should do. Um, Then I charge for that and kind of worked out hourly rates. So depending on what I was doing, I do like an hourly rate or do a one off package. Um, People would be wanting to put um, like online summits and stuff together. And there's actually a lot of admin that has to go into that, but also like a lot of strategies where you're going to save all of the um, email addresses and stuff, your mailing list. So you're going to pick a CRM tool. So then like I put a template together for some people so that it's kind of like what you'd like your requirements, as we call it. So what do you want the tool to do? And then how much are you willing to pay? So, you know, like a CRM tool for all of us guys, you could probably use a spreadsheet and there are lots of free tools out there that you can just load a spreadsheet into once you're ready. You've got more than like, you know, five people on your mailing list kind of thing. But if you're IBM or Dyson, you you know, you're going to need a full, you know, dynamic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, full all going. So yeah, so then I charge for that. So basically it's kind of my opinion um, I charge for and then affiliate um, agreements um and then yeah eventually I'll be doing like face-to-face events and summits again and kind of networking events and then I'll charge ticket prices um for those um so yeah I think that's our affiliate agreements just my opinion about things and then just advice I think I'm and again why I said that I could never be a coach um and I think I was thinking this week I said how Rochelle sits there and listens to us waffle on with our rubbish and then has to let us process it all, then bring us back on track and ask the same question in five different ways because she knows where we need to get to the answer, but we it's a process, you have to get there. I can't do that. I'm not patient. I just want to scream at people and go, oh my God, this is the answer. How can you not see this? Um, so for me, it's just people come to me with a problem or they're talking about something. And I say, would you do you want help, advice, would you like support? Um, and then you know I might give them a free bit and then when my idea is obviously so ingenious for free then they'll be like oh but I need to know how to implement it how do you do this and I can either refer them to somebody in my network and take a referral fee or I can help and say right well this project or this amount of work is going to be needed so I'm going to charge you x amount an hour or a fixed rate and that's how I make money yeah that's beautiful. And it's so organic to just how you be in the world, which is fabulous. Like it aligns with human design. It aligns with your gene keys. It aligns with like, and not that you, anyone needs to have all this information, but it's like, you are really tuning into how can I be of value, right? Mm. In these different ways. And you are just showing up asking curious questions and having these 
you know, what could seem to be hard conversations, but it, they're just real conversations that, you know, people are choosing to avoid most of the time because they're harder. And so you're having them and then adding value and then getting compensated. Like it's really that simple. And so kind of to your point early on, like one of the first challenges was to like, go talk to five people, see how you can help them. Like if everyone just did that, they would make loads of money, right? But we avoid doing these hard things. And so we never actually start doing those things like monetizing different ways in which our skills can be valuable to other people. So I just, I love all of that for you. And I think it's just, it's really understanding that again, it comes back to, and for me, it's self-worth that, you know, other people be different things, but it's coming back to, you're not angry at that person or you can't have that conversation because there's anything with them like everything is is you so it's kind of like why could you not and again it's kind of that for me what I found really interesting is it's then right so I don't want to be a failure I don't want to come back to the group and be like I haven't done it because I'm confident I'm on the phone all the time like this should be easy for me um and I cheated and made made the phone calls to all the wrong people but then it's that kind of accountability part for me going, well, how are you now going to explain, one, that you haven't done it, two, that you tried to sneakily do something not to do it, and three, why you've even done that, like you're going to sound like a loony person. And I think it's just then sitting yourself and going, so who am I trying to please here? Why am I so desperate not to let you down? Why am I so desperate not to let these other people down that I've just like met? Like, why is your opinion or their opinion of me more valued than my own opinion of myself? Because I know that I'm doing this bullshit. Um, and again, it just gives you those points to sit there and then journal and think about it and go, right, okay, external gratification again is what I'm looking for, not my internal please that I can do it. And then, yeah, when I then realized by looking at my bank balance, I'd hit my 134,000 or whatever. And you're kind of like, oh, so I hit that like four months ago, three months ago, didn't actually realize because I just became so non-important anymore that actually stop worrying about money, stop focusing on the money, focus on being happy, focus on growing as a person, building my relationship with Dave, working on my communication. And actually now the money's just kind of not like rolling in. Like I'm not, it's not like, it's like turning up without any work, but it just comes in. It just, you know, I post on social media. I hadn't been on social media. So I've been so poorly for like three weeks. I put a little video up to go, Oh, like I'm still alive. Blah, blah, blah. I had like loads of people message back going, glad that you're okay. Blah, blah, blah. And four people message from that message after they said, I hope you're okay. Blah, blah. I messaged back. And again, I think for me, something I try and do is remember snippets about people's lives. So I always go back and go, you know, how's your dog, children? Where are you living in the world? Whatever. And then I had four messages out of those 20 messages and come back from that going, oh, like, we really need your thoughts on this. We need that. I haven't done anything. I've been on social media for a month. I haven't done anything. But the relationship that I've built previously now means that people are coming to me and starting that hard conversation. Um so yeah it does come it just comes with time and weirdly doesn't come when you're trying to do it you need to work on you basically you're broken you need to fix you when you fix you or fixing you I wouldn't say that I'm fixed all of a sudden but when you're fixing you then suddenly other stuff it just it doesn't it's not so difficult because actually you're not your own worst enemy and are stopping yourself mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's freeing up these kind of uh, energetic exchanges and opportunities that are presenting themselves. And so 
I think for you, you've really capitalized on the opportunities that are right in front of you. And you've, I like the term like low hanging fruit, like you just naturally found the low hanging fruit and like, yeah, I can help with this and that and whatever. And it's just that process has become second nature to you. So I just love, 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 love it. All right. Last question. Then we'll wrap up. Um, for anyone who wants to join a mastermind and an accountability program that helps them increase their income, like what would you say to them? Like if you're talking to yourself before you started this journey, like what would you say to them to just encourage them to take the leap? We all die in the same way and we all die at some point. Now, I think for me is that it does become that morbid where it's like, how long can you put something off? And if you really want to achieve something, then you're going to achieve it. And if you don't really want it, then why are you sitting and lying to yourself? So I think for me is that income and money is a massive trigger for people talking about money. People really struggle. And I think that when you see our journey to 100K, it should say in small print underneath is the 100K is irrelevant. It's the journey that's important, but obviously it doesn't have quite the same ring to it. But to me, the journey to 100K is exactly that. It is achievable and it is achievable for everybody who's willing to put the work in. And I think that the having a container gives you that support. And all the things I've said are true. You are going to feel guilty. You are going to be scared. You are going to think, crap, I've now got to speak to Rochelle, whoever's in our group and go, I haven't done. And there are some weeks that all of us have turned up and not done the thing that we needed to do because life gets in the way and things happen. And I think that that's why the community and the group is so important because it gives you not only the accountability, but it's not accountability like you're going to get told off at school. It's accountability of going, okay, so if you have failed to do that thing, failure is perfectly acceptable. It means nothing about you. It is showing nothing about your plan or your process. Let's talk through it together and work out what happened. You know, kids get sick, dogs get sick. COVID happened, like shit just happens and that's perfectly fine. So yes, I think if you're listening to this or you're following Rochelle's stuff and you're going, mm, should I, shouldn't I, then you already know that you should. If you're already asking that question, if you're just following it because you like to get free tips, that's fine. Perfect. That's why we all, and again, that's an important bit of the network that we're all building as we give free stuff because people aren't ready necessarily to do this journey. That's fine. Enjoy the free content. Have a good laugh at our silly reels. Brilliant. But if you're thinking, mm, I want to earn more money. I want to have independence. I want to have a healthy mindset with money, then sign up join be in a safe environment with people who can help you achieve not just 100k but changing your life which sounds all fluffy I know but changing your life and then as an outcome of that you earn 100k 200k 300k like uh, you know the money does become semi-irrelevant because you get to this point where you know what you need to earn to have the life that you you want and for part of me is I'm really enjoying my business right now I'm really enjoying the money. That's great. Um, and I'm now doing this fitness part of my journey. In 12 months time, if I want to shut my business down and go, do you know, what? actually, I'm going to semi-retire. Um, I'm going to go work in Waitrose or Tesco, McDonald's, whatever. Like, it's just, you know, that's what I want to do. Slow pace of life. I can do that. And what I've learned is that that doesn't have any value. That doesn't have any um negative against me working in mcdonald's doesn't give me any more value any less value than working in waitrose tesco's the company that i work for if i was the global head of microsoft 
each of those things don't have any value to me anymore. Like me as a person, job titles, money that doesn't add to who I am. I'm just fucking fabulous with or without those things. And that's what I've learned. And to me, that's worth more than priceless 100k yeah it's priceless so yeah if you're thinking about joining then join um (laughs) jump Mm -hmm. in both feet um and I promise you will not be disappointed will you end up with where you think you were going to end up probably not but that's because you're limited at the moment with what you're thinking where actually when you go through this journey suddenly you you know your mind is open and I think Michelle's really you know we started talking and you had a a house and a life and normal things and then you were like I'm packing my life into two suitcases and I'm going traveling I'm like okay but that's not necessarily where you thought you would have been 18 months before you traveled but again because you're on your own journey you were like I want to live out of a suitcase for some unknown reason I don't Obviously know that that's what I wanted but yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's probably not the part I agreed to it was more of like okay go see an adventure all these different places yeah I want that a side part is like fucking having to live out of two suitcases <laughs> I don't <care. laughs> and that's and I think that it's just and that is what's good because you might come out of this journey and travel the world you might run a business you might decide to go back into a corporate business you might decide to adopt 50 cats who knows And it doesn't matter. There's no judgment. And I just think if you're thinking that now is the time to make a change, then make a change. Do it. Jump in both feet and see where you end up. Yeah. Fabulous. Thank you so much, Bex. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you. Now, I appreciate you. And we'll see where we were in the next 12 months. Exactly. Let's do it.